Hi, welcome to episode 13 of Nintendo World Report Connectivity. I'm Mike Sklenz. Uh, this week we've got uh, two pretty long segments. Uh, we had three recorded, but uh, a little too much content, so we're cutting it down to just two this week, but they're very substantial. First, we've got Zach and Scott doing news and listener mail, and there was a lot of both. Uh, and then Scott and uh, Andrew talk a little bit about Rayman Origins. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Connectivity, NWR Connectivity that is, uh, episode 13, the unlucky episode. Uh, it is very unlucky. Uh, our uh, usual co-host, Neil Ronahan, is having car trouble and can't make it. And Mike Sklenz is not here. Don't really know why. His, um, his girlfriend just got back into town tonight. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, that is important. <laughs> uh so it's just me zach miller and uh, my favorite consistent co-host scott thompson <laughs> thank you i don't know how much of a compliment that is but I, uh, <laughs> I appreciate it uh, so i um, i also just want to apologize in advance i i wasn't feeling well today so i took some cold medicine like an hour ago and for whatever reason it's like really hitting me so it, nice. this should be interesting yeah it's gonna be awesome <laughs> Uh, so we've got some news stories, but really we've got a whole lot of listener mail. Um, and let's let's get the news stuff out of the way first. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we'll get the small stuff out of the way first. The first thing I want to talk about is that the CirclePad Pro is coming to North America in February. And it, it will be $20 instead of $10. Boo. Boo. And the best part is it will be exclusive to that wonderful brick-and-mortar store, GameStop. Get your pre-orders in today. <laughs> yeah, pretty uh, pretty amazing. Um, you know, I, I haven't read their full press release, but I wonder if you can still buy it bundled with games at other retailers or if only at GameStop. Do you know? Sounded like only at GameStop. Okay. For now. Yeah. Because I know, you know, I know... Well, that's right. In Europe, anyway, they've announced that it's going to come packaged with Resident Evil yep. Revelations. Yeah, it'd be nice set... if it came here. Yeah, so I wonder if that happens, if that'll be everywhere. But, yeah, pretty interesting. Um, I mean, this, this kind of ties ties right into our next little tidbit yeah, about Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, if you want to go ahead and, and I do not. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, an anonymous source um, revealed that GameStop approached Nintendo about the localization of Xenoblade Chronicles. And apparently has interest in doing it for the last story as well. And it looks like they even aided with the publishing costs um, of bringing the game here to America. So it's kind of interesting. I feel like just out of nowhere, there's this really strong, like, GameStop, Nintendo, yeah. I don't know, like, bond, you know, like, cooperation. Kind of worries me. Yeah. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about um, what would end up being the Wii U's online infrastructure. Um you know, Steam was interested, it sounded like, as well as EA with their origin system. Right. But I'm pretty sure GameStop was supposed to be developing sort of a uh, distribution system as well. And I, I I wonder if this is kind of foreshadowing that maybe it'll be GameStop's system, you know, running the uh, the online infrastructure for Wii U and selling you your games and all that kind of stuff. Then I, you're going to give me nightmares now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just it's sort of, I don't know. So when Not, you... So if that happens, sure. when you go to the Wii U eShop, when you're yes. about to check out, it's going to say something, a window will pop up that says, 
you want to pre-order any games. <laughs> yeah. And then it'll yeah. say, do you have a edge card? Mm-hmm. Just a whole lot of shit that you won't want to deal with. And uh, Right. And if you sign up for one, um, your Wii U uh, will connect to your printer in your home, and it'll print you out your first issue of Game Informer <laughs> that, you, uh, that you get with the card. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. Or maybe you'll be able to download a version of it on your 3DS. Oh, yeah. The How about that? version, yes. Oh, yeah, God. get the, the e-magazine. This is the worst news of the year. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I don't know. It's something to definitely keep an eye on. You know, I haven't seen Nintendo, like, really, like, work this... Um, this closely well, third, with any right, with retailer. Specific retailer, yeah. Like, some will have exclusive things, and I know there was that, um, what, Chibi Robo game or whatever that just came out oh, at Walmart. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. But still, I mean, this is continuous now. I mean, this this is a lot within like a month span. So. And this is this is a thing. I wonder if the reason GameStop jumped on this, if they did. Oh no, they did for the Circle Pad, the Circle whatever it's called. Um, yeah. I wonder if the reason they did that is because they heard that so many third party developers are going to develop games for it. So they knew that a lot of people were going to want to buy one. Yeah. So get in on the ground floor, and I guess be the only retailer providing it. Yeah, I wonder yeah. how much money they paid to be the exclusive guys. It it doesn't even matter. It's just bad news. Right. Or, I don't know, I mean, was that part of the deal as far as bringing Xenoblade here? You yeah. Know, was it an agreement like, okay, you guys pay part of bringing Xenoblade here, and, you know, we'll guarantee you that you only have the Circle Path Pro. Yeah. You know, or something. There, there's definitely a connection there. Like, this isn't coincidence. No, no, no chance. <laughs> no, not at all. So, just something to kind of uh, keep an eye on. But. I I look forward to buying a third party Circle Pad Pro that's sold everywhere else. Yeah, maybe it'll have like a fan installed in it to keep your hands cool. Those are oh, my favorites. Nice. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I haven't seen one in a while, but I feel like that was big back like in the GameCube, like Xbox <laughs> era, with the the controllers that have fans in the back of them to blow. That's right. That's, I forgot about that. Gorilla paws. <laughs> 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 I had a friend too who was like. He was a big guy, and he was, like, close to 300 pounds, and Oof. he would always get sweaty like that playing his Xbox, and he loved those fan controllers. He bought one, and he swore by it. He wouldn't play with a normal controller. He'd bring it with him everywhere he went. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Nice. Well, there you go. Is there more news? I already forgot. Oh, there's the <laughs> uh, release dates. There you go. This is fairly exciting. 2012 is actually looking pretty good, uh, as if it wasn't already. Um. <laughs> So Nintendo put out their uh, their release dates for various games, and uh, among them, let, well, let's just go down and buy system. Uh, in March for the this is for the Nintendo 3DS. Uh, we have Nicktoons MLB 3D coming in March. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Uh, the reason I bought a 3DS is coming on February 7th. That'd be Resident Evil Revelations. And who knows? Maybe it'll come with a Circle Pad Pro. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, uh, quarter one. You know, this, this game never gets a firm release date, for Pete's sake. I know. Uh, I always worry it's just going to kind of slip into the ether and never actually come out. Yeah. Um, if, if you want to play Metal Gear Solid 3D, Snake Eater. A fifth time, I think now. <laughs> yeah, um, you can look forward to that in the first quarter of the year, um, but it will not be in HD. That that kind of annoys me. I don't know if the 3DS could do that anyway, but it'll be in 3D. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It will be in 3D, not HD. Um, yeah. 
I don't even know what 3D would add to that game, honestly. Although yeah. 3D doesn't add a lot to a lot of games. Exactly. Yeah. Unless they like create new puzzles and new scenarios that really utilize it. Seems kind of That would pointless. be kind of nice, yeah. Especially but, now that, um, yeah, like you said, the HD re- remake just came out, which definitely took a lot of wind out of the sails of this game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, actually, I am a Metal Gear whore. Oh, okay. Uh, and I bought Metal Gear Solid 3 when it first came out, and then I bought Subsistence like a year sure. later. And I'm planning on buying the HD collection. And <laughs> who knows? I'll probably end up picking up this 3DS version. Yeah, just probably. to have it with me whenever I want. I'm excited. I never played three. Um, I've obviously played Metal Gear Solid, and then I played Metal Metal Gear Solid Four. I skipped two and three. Two, um, two. I think you can safely skip, but three is great. That's what I hear. I, I hear most people's favorites are between like three and four now. Um, yeah, with, with fun, just with one for just sort of nostalgic purposes. But yeah, three and four seem very good. So three, three has a very nice standalone story, and it has a real emotional ending. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, excited to check it out. Look forward to that on your PS3 or Xbox 360 or uh, <laughs> Nintendo 3DS in quarter your choice. one. Your choice. <laughs> um, actually, that's a good question. I wonder if we're just getting the core Metal Gear Solid 3 or the subsistence version, which has a bunch of different features. Right, and like improved camera control <laughs> and stuff, right? That's the biggest one, but it's got. Um, it also has the original Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2 which oh, are okay. virtually unplayable, but it's nice to have them. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, I would assume it'll be full-featured. I don't think they would port the, I don't the, know, core the, worst, game. the worst version of the game. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, uh, I guess we'll we will find see out. what happens. Yeah. Uh, in January, um, Konami's also giving us Pro Evolution Soccer 2012. Sport I care nothing about. <laughs> yeah, no, me neither. I think JP was really into one of the soccer games that came out this year for 3DS, but I don't think it was... Oh, yeah. I don't think it was this one. No. What was the other... I don't know. Some other <laughs> soccer game. But when we did the the live show, um, it was actually on his list of like games of the games year. Games of the like, year, I remember that, yeah. Right. He he said it was really good, but I don't think it was Pro Evolution Soccer. I think it was something different. I, d- I don't know how long you've been listening to uh, the newscast, Scott, before he came on, but me and Nathan Mustafa would like to see a cricket game. <laughs> That would be pretty good. It's the gentleman's sport, after all. Yeah. Is that the... Cricket's the game where it can, like, last days and days, right? Probably. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You have mallets and there are stakes in the ground. Yeah. I think it's it's what the Red Queen was playing in Alice in Wonderland. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Anyway, moving on from boring sports. Oh, go ahead. That would be nice. Or just any kind of, like, random little... They could make, they could make a Mario cricket game that would liven it up. Yeah, you could have random like banana peels and shells. <laughs> that would be kind yeah. of awesome. Uh, okay, so uh, also, well, that was in January. In February, we're getting Tekken 3D Prime Edition, which I know nothing about, but I assume yeah, that, it's Tekken. Yeah, none of those words meant anything to me. No, I've never liked Tekken. No, me neither. I I don't know why, because it's, well, I just, I'm not good at fighting games anyway. The only one I've ever been good at is uh, Soul Calibur. Yeah. And Tekken's the 3D fighter. I don't know why I'm not good at it, but I'm I'm just, it's very technical, I guess that's why. Yeah. But the the Tekken, Tekken. 
Yeah. Um, I'm kind of a button masher myself. Yeah. I, I, I don't play many fighting games, but Tekken to me always seems kind of slower. Yeah. Um, I'm sure someone who loves Tekken will write in and tell me that I'm wrong, but <laughs> it always felt slower to me anyway. Yeah. Um, than some of the others. So I never really paid much mind to it. Yeah. But I know people love it. So. Got a guy who wears a leopard as a head. <laughs> so <there's> silly. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, Although I shouldn't really say anything in a fighting game is silly because every fighting game has silly characters. That's true. Uh, and then we have also, on February 14th, an actual release date, we have Tales of the Abyss, a Tales game. Yeah, I know James Dawson, whose username is Tales of Fan, <laughs> is already very excited about this. I think he already called dibs on reviewing it. Oh, I'm so, sure he did. Um, it's kind of cool. I mean, you know, the system certainly doesn't have very many if any rpgs to this point yeah i don't think it has any right now right so this could be interesting i mean i like the tales games um tales of symphonia was probably my favorite but yeah i played a while of that that was pretty good on the gamecube exactly yeah so i don't know could could be good could be good and it's a a valentine's day release oh good good point hey you can you can can play it with your girlfriend there you go or boyfriend (laughs) uh and nintendo in march is giving us Kid Icarus Uprising, finally. Yay! I just don't care. Yeah, me neither, actually. <laughs> it, you know, it looks like it could be, like, Sin and Punishment-y. Yeah. But I'm awful at Sin and Punishment. <laughs> so you have no interest. None whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have no real emotional attachment to, like, the original NES game. That was, was puzzling to me why people were, I don't Liked know, it. so eager to get a new Kid Icarus game. You know, I, yeah, good he's question. not one of the more memorable Nintendo characters to me, but no. here you go. You're there getting you it. So. Yeah, now you're getting it. And you'll so like it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it looks all right. You know, we'll see. But yeah, like I have no no real excitement for it whatsoever. No, me neither. Not at this point anyway. Um, and then we got Sega is giving us Mario and Sonic at the London 2012 Olympic Games. Great. <laughs> the first <laughs> one was so good. <laughs> Did you play the first one? No, but I've I've heard nothing but terrible things. Yeah. I actually think Pedro if if I'm wrong, tell me, but I think Pedro liked that game. I think he liked the newest one. Didn't he just review one? Oh yeah, that must be it. Yeah. I think he actually reviewed this one. Winter games. Already... Oh, Winter Games, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I never uh, really played like these. That. They came too late. Like I think if the first one had come earlier, like when I was really excited about just playing mini games all the time with right, my friends. Right. Like I probably would have played it, but luckily I was I had sort of snapped out of that the time the first <laughs> one came out. And then, yeah, I don't really care either way. No, I, I don't either. Um, Especially on your like on a handheld, at least playing on the yeah. Wii, you just get to wave around like a jerk. But, <laughs> <laughs> so you can't really do too much. No, it's going to be kind of weird now that you mention it. Yeah. Um, Sega is also giving us Crush 3D in the first quarter of the year. Uh, that is a Pinball game? <laughs> I think I'm so. thinking of Devil's Crush. I know, that's what I was thinking of too. There were a okay. couple of those. Maybe we should check. <laughs> <laughs> to the Google Mobile. Yeah, let's see. This is always always makes good podcasting. It does. It just shows our dedication though. While you do that, I can uh tell listeners and thank uh colleague Andrew uh Andrew Brown. Australian correspondent Andrew Brown for sending me an awesome uh, figure of Nami from print uh, One Piece, a show and manga I've never seen or read. 
but she is pretty, my gosh. <laughs> um, okay, so Wikipedia tells me, uh, I'll just read this first sentence. Um, we were both way off. <laughs> I don't awesome. know why we just assumed it would be a sequel of a pinball game from the 1990s, but um, <laughs> Crush 3D is an upcoming puzzle video game for the Nintendo 3S. It's a remake of Crush, originally released for the PlayStation right. Portable in 2007. Oh. That's all there is. All right. <laughs> so it's a puzzle game. You didn't the, get a uh, PSP back in 2007, now you have a 3DS version. There you go. The uh, The box art looks kind of ugly. Ah, uh, that's always good. Yeah, so <laughs> there's that. They get those people who just come in the store and look for the game with the ugliest box art to buy. Yeah, it looks so bad to me. It looks to me kind of like one of those games you'll randomly see like on the rack as you're checking out of like a Target or something. <laughs> like as they have them next to the, the registers. It's like, stuff. It, yeah, it's like Wii and DS games for like 10 bucks. We're trying you to get know rid those. of this product. Right. <laughs> you just know those are never good. Oh, I love those games. <laughs> uh, okay, Ubisoft is giving us a whole lot of stuff. Um, oh, man. Actually, I'm really excited about some of these. Well, the first quarter, we're getting a Rayman Origins version for the 3DS, which could be good. I've heard yeah. nothing but good things about it. Actually, if, if things go as planned, later on in this episode, there will be a segment about Rayman Origins. So oh, okay. You can hear uh, myself and Neil and Andrew Brown, who you just mentioned, um, talking about that. It's, so. uh, I've heard from another pod, two podcasts I listen to that it's really fun. Mm -hmm. But it gets Im impossibly hard once you try to collect everything. Yeah, that's probably fair. It kind of reminds me on like some levels, kind of like Donkey Kong Country in oh. a way. Um, especially like as far as difficulty and even just like level structure. Okay. Um, yeah. It does look pretty. I I would like to get it. I'll get it when it's when it you know next month when it hits twenty bucks. Yeah, the, uh, I guess it, they had a really good sale for it, like on one day on Amazon leading up to Christmas. But oh. I'm sure that's gone and passed now. Probably gone, yeah. Um, oh, well, I've got. But yeah, many. it's really good, especially if you if you can like trick your girlfriend to playing with you, or just <laughs> have a friend come over and play. The, that's the right. It's player, a four player game, right? Yeah, the two player, like most of these, is is the sweet spot, and it's a lot of fun with two people. Okay. Well, that's the good game for Ubisoft. Yes. Now let me read you the other ones. <laughs> Funky Barn. In quarter one. Can't imagine what that's about. Really cannot. Don't want to know, really. Uh, March 6th, it's a double whammy of horses 3D. I imagine it involves 3D horses. I don't know what you do with the horses, but they're going to be in 3D. So there's that. Yep. And then NCIS, the video game. And here on the site, we have in parens. I wonder if this is actually part of the title. Based on the TV series. <laughs> no shit. I hope that's the running title. I really NCIS, do. the video game, based on the TV series. By the way, a little I mean, asterisk like, that, after that, the, the word yeah, game. Yeah, right. That's like Street Fighter, the movie, the game, pretty much. <laughs> well, so good. God, I NCIS, the video game. What? It, it's going to have to be some sort of text adventure crap, you know. Yeah, I think it'll be an Picking adventure on game. Things. I, maybe I it'll think be I... like, maybe it'll be kind of like a ripoff of. Um, um, I actually what? think I reviewed like an NCIS kind of game on the Wii. Really? And I think it was a just click stuff forever until you find all the clues at the crime scene, and then you know put stuff in you know put round hole pegs in round holes and it's awful. awful. <laughs> 
Well, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. So you put your name down to review that one. Oh, of course. Uh, and then, um, and now we got the eShop. I love the eShop. So far, the eShop's been amazing. Um, Collecting Smiles is bringing us Colors 3D in quarter one. No idea. Yeah. No idea at all. Uh, Nicholas, the people who gave us uh, Cave Story, have VVVVV, which I completely want to get. Yeah. So bad. And then Night Sky, which I don't know what is. Me neither. And uh, Nintendo's given us some games. Oh my God, Kirby's Block Ball. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah, what is, what is that even? So I don't... good. What is that? What's that from? It is like, it's a Game Boy game. Okay. And it's, I think it's a, I think it had Game Boy Color compatibility. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that, but you, it's basically Arkanoid. Okay, that's with, what I was thinking. Yeah, with Kirby, but you can get power-ups and all the Kirby stuff. You know, I've said it before, the best Kirby games are not Kirby games. Right. Um, and this is definitely one of them. This and Kirby's Pinball Land are probably my favorite Kirby games. Damn, I want that now. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I don't really care about Sakura Samurai Art of the Sword or Dylan's Rolling Western. <laughs> wow. Yeah, not not too much interested in those last two, but Kirby definitely sounds fun. Oh yeah. Oh man, I want and that bad. I'm assuming since they put in the eShop that it's actually it's not gonna be the Game Boy game. It sounds like it'll be Oh, you know what? I think it was actually a Game Boy game with super Game Boy compatibility. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So just like Donkey Kong 94, we probably won't get right. um, the color stuff. That right. sucks, but Well, whatever. I'm still wondering, since it's listed under eShop, if it's going to be like a like an original entry. You oh, know, that would be, be awesome. Like redesigned with 3D and everything. Because this isn't like virtual console stuff. This oh, is you're all right. original content. So. Right. Ooh, that would be great. <laughs> 3D classic Kirby's Block Ball. There you go. Oh, my gosh. I just came a little. <laughs> okay okay moving on uh renegade kid who is actually a talented developer they did moon on ds and they did uh dementium and dementium 2 and some other game that i'm forgetting but they're pretty cool uh they're giving us mutant muds in quarter one which neil is like loving he oh is he, he's pretty high on that one he's pretty high on that game and it looks kind of cool it looks like a very old nes game uh, platformer and you can jump between um like planes on the on the place on the field so it looks it looks pretty neat oh, okay i definitely want to get that um shinin multimedia has fun fun mini golf touch <laughs> in quarter one um i love miniature golf don't know if i like this we'll see and then Jet Rocket Super Surf. Yeah. Are you surfing on a rocket? I guess. I don't know. It just reminded me of like the Silver Surfer. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it is. Um, no, I don't think I, it no, is. No, I don't think it is either, but something <laughs> like that. Uh, Way Forward, my favorite developer ever, is giving us Mighty Switch Force, which looks amazing in quarter one. Uh, like their other... Unlike their other mighty games, it's an actual platformer with action and shooting stuff. It looks really cool. And like it, you use switches to turn on or off blocks in the environment to jump on, I think. Right. 
It looks pretty awesome. And it, and, do, it does look really good. And way forward is awesome. You're absolutely right. Oh yeah. They, uh, they need to get on that Shantae Game Boy Color uh, virtual console stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'd take that over Mighty Whatever any day of the week. But <laughs> moving on, uh, Zen Studios is giving us the aptly named Zen Pinball. Well, there we go. So we got one. Pinball after all. Thank God. So it wasn't all for naught. Well, after that awesome um, pinball game that was on the DSi, uh, Ancients Pinball or whatever it was called by the Fuse Games, mm-hmm. uh, that was not transferable for whatever reason to the 3DS. Oh, so weird. I need me some pinball on that machine, and this could fit that bill. Sounds like it. Yeah. And this is really strange to me. The Wii is actually getting some releases in 2012. <laughs> actually, it's getting quite a few releases. Yeah. Uh, 2K Sports has MLB 2K12 on March 6th. It's the Wii version of MLB. <laughs> Not no. too much else to say. <laughs> Not too much else to say. Uh, Game Mill has, oh my God. Yeah, this looks good. Country Dance Special Edition. Special Edition. That's what's got mm. me excited. You know, yeah. It's like, what's so special? What's in here? Maybe there'll be a original or an exclusive song by Taylor Swift or something. That could be. Maybe it comes with a cowboy hat. <laughs> You know? Yes, good. <laughs> oh my lord! It'll have that. Oh, you, you. I don't know if you saw this. Did you watch any of the football games on Sunday? Mm, I saw a little bit of the Bears game. Okay, there was a Giants. Oh God, Giants Texans game. Sure. Um, and it might not have been the Texans. Another team from Texas. Okay. Anyway, Giants versus somebody. And it began with this awful song by Faith Hill about hmm. football. And maybe that's what will be in this game. There you the go. Special edition. <laughs> that's the first thing I thought of when I read Country Dance Special Edition is that stupid <laughs> Faith that Hill song. Awful Faith Hill song. I was like, she's still alive? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, I guess barely if she's just making songs for football. Yeah, games. that's true. <laughs> That's, that's that's not any kind of a live I want to be. No, not at all. Uh, <laughs> Konami is giving us karaoke joy sound. Quarter one. That's exciting. No, these karaoke and dance games like obviously must do very well on the Wii. Shockingly well, yes. Yeah, I mean, I know Just Dance is like huge. I think it's one of the best-selling like third-party yeah, you're right. games for the Wii. But, I mean, it seems like these games are always coming out. There's just there's so many of them now. Yeah. And then, of course, Nintendo's given us, throwing us some last-minute bones for the system. <laughs> Rhythm Heaven Fever, which could be good. Rhythm Heaven is cool. Yeah. Poke Park 2, Wonders Beyond, which I'm so excited about. Because <laughs> the first Poke Park is so amazing. Uh, even though it's for eight-year-olds. And Mario Party 9. Finally, Mario Party 9. They got around to that. I know. We were talking about it, I think, last week. Or maybe it was even the week before, but I, I can't believe it took this long to get to nine. Like they were pretty steadily just steamrolling those out for a long <laughs> they time. Were. Um, and I mean, eight was practically a launch title, so it, it's kind of interesting that it took this long. But yeah. I guess they were they were. I think Mike even pointed out they were kind of probably focusing on Wii Party and all those kind of games. So. Yeah, that's true. Maybe Mario Party Nine will be Wii Party with Mario characters. <laughs> just say mini games, just yeah. so no one notices. <laughs> um. Uh, WiiWare, uh, Nicholas, again, 
something called La Mulana in corner one. No idea. Yeah, at first I thought it said Mulan. Oh, like yeah. Disney yeah. movie, and I got a little <laughs> weirded out by that, but then I looked again. I'm bringing Mulan back? <laughs> yeah. Why? <What> <laughs> Uh, for the Nintendo DS, not the 3DS, um, all those older DS systems, um, we're getting 2K to MLB 2K12. It's the <laughs> DS version of the <laughs> Wii game, I'm sure. Uh, and then, well, RPG people might like Shin Megami Tensei Devil Survivor 2, which is a port of, I think, a PSP game. I think you're right. Um, so enjoy that. For all the people who already have it on PSP. This is your Metal Gear Solid 3D. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, Game Mill has Silverlicious on March 20th and Gia Gia on March 20th. And also on March 20th, Go Go's Crazy Bones. <laughs> uh, one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> um, and then Mentor Interactive has Chess for Kids. Uh, Naramba. The Miss, the Labyrinth of Light. These are these are in February, and perhaps the sequel in the realm of the Mysterious <laughs> Palace. Well, I don't know if it'd be a sequel. Well, I don't they're, know what it is, but they're released on the same day. The same day. This is their like Pokemon Red and Pokemon. Blue. Oh, hey, maybe it is. <laughs> well, I would think so. <laughs> Can't wait to see what that game's about. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And our final things are uh, Nintendo DS eyewear. Uh, Cosmingo, Cosmigo Games has Box Pusher in quarter Which, one. Kind of says it all. I love this next one, though. Like, going off <laughs> names that say it all, this next one's really good. Uh, Cypronia, also quarter one, Cake Ninja. <laughs> I mean, if that's it for DSiWare for quarter one, you've got Box Pusher and Cake Ninja. Like, I, what more name do you alone, need? Name alone, like, I think Cake Ninja <laughs> might, might pull this one out. I think they might win. <laughs> People, people are just browsing the the <laughs> eShop. Hey, what's this Cake Ninja game? I imagine, I imagine like the image too for Cake Ninja is this like bright, <laughs> vibrant cake, and like yeah, this like cool looking ninja, and then box pusher is just this like sh- like just shitty tan, rundown cardboard box. It's got like a spider web on it. Box pusher. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's no, it's the sequel to Pushmo. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Uh okay, well, so I that's all the back. releases. Of all these games, do you give a crap about any of them? A few. Yeah, I'm the same <laughs> way. Yeah, it, it's going to be a light uh, spring and probably summer. Yeah. Um, uh, Resident Evil, I like. Just going back through the list. Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah, 3D, 3DS isn't bad. There's actually no, a lot there. Good, yeah. I Ray, mean, with Rayman Res- Origins, I might pick that up. Right, just- Resident Evil, Metal Gear, I mean, I guess Tekken, Tales of the Abyss, if that's any good, Kid, Kid Icarus, and yeah, and Rayman. I mean, that's pretty solid for, it is. for the 3DS, but as soon as you get away from that, <laughs> you yeah. start looking at the Wii, things get a little bad. But I mean, we kind of knew that'd be the case. Yeah. I mean, they're launching a new system, so. Yeah, it's, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see how, I mean, when they release it and what it releases with. Yeah. Because clearly they're... Studios are working not on the Wii or the DS no. uh, or even the 3DS, really. So yeah, no, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Plus, I've, I mean, I, I it's easy to forget it now, but it's not like there was very much to play on the Wii up until the past two months. Oh, ain't that <laughs> this the truth year too? Yeah, either <laughs> it's pretty yeah, late I, last year as well. I still so. don't have Skyward Sword. 
Ah, you are a criminal. Well, you know, the thing is, I don't feel bad about it because I keep hearing like these irritating little things about the game. On RFN, they were talk for two weeks about this horrible treasure hunt before one of the dungeons. And I just thought, oh, God. Yeah, but and I agree that we're going to have a big Zelda segment probably in another week. Um, nice. Kind of going really deep into the game and probably spoiling a lot of things. But I, I'm only I've just beaten the third dungeon. And there are moments like that. I mean, so far, each dungeon has had a, a moment where you've got to, like, assemble five pieces to get into the actual dungeon. So it's like you're kind of looking around the environment. One, you had to find, like, three of these little animals that were hiding because they were scared. And then you had to find five pieces of a key and put it together. Um, those kind of suck, and they get tedious. But there's, it, I don't know, the moments when you're actually in dungeons and, and things are really clicking... Um, and you're like going through the overworld and finding secrets and stuff that that's all really solid. And I think it far outshines the, those kind of nitpicking moments. Okay, good. Um, so yeah, definitely don't, <laughs> don't not get the game. Like don't let that color your impression. <laughs> oh no, I'm going to get the game. I'm going to get yeah. the game. I mean, there's reasons why like both Neil and Andy gave it tens, you know, I, at this point I, I don't see it as a 10, but I know it's probably only going to get better. Well, but I, it's, I bought it's still a new, really I, good. I bought a new Wii specifically for it, so I have no choice but to buy it. Yeah, I hope to get it for <laughs> I hope to get it for Christmas. Really, um, uh, are you going to get the sweet gold controller? Is it too I late? Don't I don't know. Um, oh, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure stores still have it. Yeah, uh, but man, I'd love to get that because I only have one. The new Wii came with one Wii Motion Plus Remote Plus. Um, and I really hate those dongles. Oh yeah, me other, too. I hate them. Yeah, um, I didn't have any. I didn't have any remotes with it built in, so that's why I specifically got that package. Because yeah, I didn't want to keep plugging plugging in that stupid thing. No, I you know, I can't stand it. Um, so yeah, I I'd get the special edition really probably just to get a second Wii Remote Plus, and then I can just honestly throw away the other two. Yeah. <laughs> burn them. Burn them probably. in effigy. <laughs> so, but I will get that. I also want to. I still haven't gotten Mario 3D Land either. I'm behind the times. I haven't gotten that yet either. I, I, it was between that and Mario Kart, and I went with Mario Kart just so I like could it? play with people. I like it a lot. I do too. I, I haven't, I haven't touched the single player. Like, good. I've, I Don't. have, I have unlocked, I've unlocked nothing. <laughs> but, uh, but I love playing online. I, I think um, every every Mario Kart I play, I play the single player game just to unlock stuff. There is yeah, no I... enjoyment whatsoever in that single <laughs> yeah, player game. It's just hard work. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. It's a chore. Right. Uh, but online is really fun. Like, there was a yeah. community night, which we'll probably talk about at some point. But, uh, um, man, you, you get in a race with, like, seven other people. It's awesome. It really is. I yeah, don't like it... battle mode as much, though. The maps seem really small. Really? I haven't even touched battle mode. I've just done, like, a good handful of races. I gotta mess around with that some. Yeah, it, really if, good if, course design. If there's no block fort from N64, I'm not interested. There is, oh no, there is no block fort. No. Yeah, that that's what I heard. <laughs> but there is, there is one of the old Super Nintendo um, courses. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. Well, let's. That was the news. Um, let's throw in some listener mail here. All right. You all know, right. actually, speaking of Mario Kart, we can yeah. start with the Mario Kart one. Hey, look at that. Yeah, I can I can read this one. I think topical. All the letters look straight. Um, all right, here we go. This is from Ryan. 
You'll have to forgive me for only now responding to episode 10. The nine-hour RFN episode sent me back on my podcast <laughs> listening. Anyway, I wanted to say that I totally understand Pedro's hatred of Mario Kart Wii. I felt exactly the same way when I first played it, and I can I can pinpoint the problem. Because they increased the number of racers at one time, there's far more weapons at play. So while the lead racer always had a problem being brutalized from behind, heh, he put that <laughs> uh, the punishment was multiplied in Mario Kart Wii. That's true. I hated Mario Kart Wii to the point where I nearly traded it into GameStop, an unheard of act from me. But what saved it was that my parents and sister picked up the game and we started playing online. When the excessive computer-controlled players were removed, suddenly the game became a lot more fair. The single player is still awful, but the multiplayer <laughs> saved the game overall. So, Pedro, you're not a freak. Zach, you're the freak, but oh, my yes. kind of freak. <laughs> Signed, Ryan. I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, it's literally what we were just talking about, yeah. that the online is what we want to play, not so much the single player where it's just a grind to unlock things. Yeah, I don't remember if I threw in a review for Mario Kart Wii when it came out, but the online is what makes that game yeah. so good. And... um really smooth online like that was one of the first Wii games that had kind of a dedicated online function mm -hmm. and it did it really well right uh the 3ds i've actually noticed there are quite a few dropped games yeah i've had that happen too um i don't know what's maybe they'll maybe that's just a bug they have to fix but um, well yeah it makes me it makes me wonder if like someone is sort of hosting the game excuse yeah, I me and so that like too, yeah it, you know if they if they shut their systems off because they're losing, you know, does that drop the game? Because I did have that where a game just completely yeah. dropped out and, you know, and just stopped. And then it I spits you out to the main menu. You don't even get to go back to a lobby. Right. So it's kind of weird. Um, but for the most part, it works really well. And like you said, playing with friends, I mean, this is the first time I'm really using like my 3DS as like friend function. <laughs> yeah. I just finally started adding all you guys. That's um, right. Yeah. I wonder... I've got my 3DS here. Well, I'm not going to read the code. Maybe I'll post it in the comments of this episode. Like, I'd love to add more um, listeners and stuff. Oh, sure. And have more people to race with. So maybe I'll post it in the comments on this episode. Or you could put it in the uh, 3DS friend code thread. In the oh, yeah, forums. yeah. Yeah, that's where oh, I get yeah. most of my friend codes. That's a good idea. Yeah, I should check that out. I have 73 friends. Jeez, okay. They're yeah, all four. from the forums and the staff. Because <laughs> I don't nice. know anybody who has a 3DS. Yeah, I know like two people, and I've got them now, and then I've got you and Mike. <laughs> nice. So that's yeah, that's, how we do it. But yeah, Mario Kart's great. And you know what? Um, speaking of Mario Kart Wii, for some reason I've had a urge to go buy Mario Kart Double Dash again. Yeah, that game's really good. Is, hey, I is, got such a bad rap. Do I have rosy tinted glasses with that, or was it really better than Mario Kart Wii? I liked it a lot. It, it just really depends on your preference. Um, I liked it better than Mario Kart Wii. Okay. I especially liked actually playing with two people on the same cart. You know, yeah, I playing, do remember that. Playing was alongside fun. someone. Um, yeah. That that was really cool. Like I, that made playing through all the circuits a lot of fun because me and my friend just sat around and you know just cooperated and yeah, that was actually added a really cool element to it. I'd love to see if them go back to that in some capacity, but me too. I'd, it doesn't sound like it's ever going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's Mario Kart for you. <laughs> Multiplayer is great. Yes, indeed. All right, well, let's move on to another question then. Um, okay. This one from uh, Connectivity Favorite Kentucky Tim. <laughs> Kentucky Tim, you have to tell us if it's actually Kentucky Tim. Yeah, because you didn't say anything, so that made me think, did we nail it? Was, is it really <laughs> Kentucky Tim? Is KY Tim Kentucky Tim? I'm hoping. All right, so his, his uh, I guess, uh, letter reads, 
Is there any possibility that Retro Studios could be working on the next console Star Fox game? Retro helped bring both the Metroid and Donkey Kong series back into the limelight, and with the Star Fox series on life support, now is a good time to let Retro Studios make the next Star Fox game. They could combine the graphical abundance of the Prime series with the colorful, cartoonish animal characters of the Donkey Kong Country Returns, um, I guess, series or game, and it seems like Star Fox would be a perfect match for Retro Studios. How could gameplay be used on the UMO? Uh, uh, all of your all of your wingmates' silly messages would pop up on your Wiimote. Oh, that'd be awesome. Instead of on the bottom of the screen? Yeah. That'd be really cool. Um, what if you could use that to type messages back to them? <laughs> Go to hell, useless. Slippy. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't see why that couldn't happen. You know, Retro working on uh, the next Star Fox game. They're definitely working on something. Yeah, and you're right. I mean, they've, they've done some great work with both Metroid and Donkey Kong. So, I mean, if they're going to keep basically just sort of uh, reinventing, you know, Nintendo's franchises, yeah. why and they not? Had, they even had a hand in Mario Kart 7, the course design for that. That's true. Yeah, so that's true. I was going to say Donkey Kong and Metroid Prime, I think, are ultimately similar types of games. They're both platformers with a lot of hidden stuff. Um so I was going to say, I don't know if they could make the leap to Star Fox, but hey, if they did course design in Mario Kart, I mean, there's no stopping them. Right. Plus, I mean, and now stay with me, maybe they can make a platforming game with Star Fox where he gets out of his R-Wing and, like, I don't know, helps some dinosaurs or something. <laughs> That's just crazy. That's so crazy it could work. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one of the items he has to find we can call Baphmadads. <laughs> oh, what a bad game. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then as far as, yeah, like, what, what the U-Mote could be used for. It'll have a tilt function. It'll have a yeah. gyroscope in it. You could use it for gyroscope controls, which I'm sure they'll wedge in there if they ever do a Star Fox on the Wii U. Yeah. I keep I always have ideas of, like, putting this, the controller in front of your face, like, in front of the TV. So maybe, like, some sort of targeting computer. Kind of like... Uh, that would be cool. Like Star Wars or something, you know? Or, um, uh... uh, uh I was about to say something and then I forgot. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I I got nothing. But yeah, I don't know. I mean you've got Cockpit the whole screen. view, maybe? Yeah. That would work. Or maybe you could that on the screen will be like a view of behind you so you can see if any like uh oh, that enemy would be fighters awesome. are like trailing you. Yeah. So that'd be kinda cool. Any number of things you could do with that. That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah, for sure. Huh. Maybe levels where you're like in the Great Fox and you switch between like different mounted cannons. And so you Ooh. use your like the screen on the U mode is, you know, each different cannons view or something. And you're shooting I down like enemy that fighters. Idea. <laughs> I know. Nintendo, anytime you want to just hire me, I'm here. <laughs> I got the ideas. Um, or Miyamoto might be stepping down. I think I'm ready to take the reins. That's right. They need to replace him with somebody. <laughs> might as well be me. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, let's move on. Thank you, Kentucky Tim. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, this one's from Massimo, I guess. Massimo? Yep. Massimo? Mm -hmm. uh, he said, hello, guys. Uh, Anuma said in a recent interview that Miyamoto is interested in remaking A Link to the Past in 3D for hey. the 3DS. I think this could be the very first project Miyamoto will be involved in after leaving his mm. new current role as producer. Maybe not a remake, but a new top-down Zelda game for 3DS developed with a small team. It goes back to the origins of the series on NES with a less linear world. Wishful thinking? Yes. If yeah, they probably. Remake, 
if they re and I have no doubt that they will re-release Link to the Past at some point, it will be a 3D classic, but they won't make it from the ground up. Right. I honestly yeah, no. don't think they'll ever make a 2D Zelda again. Uh, no, yeah, I agree with you. It, it seems, I mean, that was definitely a, a product of, you know, limits of technology. So I can't really see that. I mean, the, the DS games were sort of like that. I mean, they were kind yeah, of top that's down. True, yeah. But, but they you know, were not, shitty. Well, <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> they were all right, but um, no, yeah, I don't think Nintendo get... did recently say that they'll never go back to non-motion control in the Zelda series. Exactly, at least the the main mainline the series. mainline games, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think you'll ever really see like a grid-based map or anything, you know, or like yeah, where you walk to the edge and then it shifts over. I, I don't think that's ever going to really come back. Um, Boy, I'd kind of like to see one of those old games released without the forced scrolling. Yeah, that could be kind of neat. Like, you know, like you said about a remake for Link to the Past, I mean, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, it would. Um, they could do a lot of things to spruce that game up, honestly. Actually, I think a Link to the Past, it didn't have forced scrolling, did it? Yeah, it did. You'd get to, uh, especially like, there's one I remember in particular between the swamplands and going into the desert. There's a especially apparent forced scroll. Oh, okay. And like going into Kakariko Village, there's one, and into the Lost Woods, and oh, like well, Kakariko Village itself is smooth. Yeah. When you try to leave, then it does a forced scroll. I will say though, whether in a 3DS game or the like a mainline Wii U Zelda game, I would like to see them kind of get back to that sort of like exploration and and wonder and even uncertainty of the first, you know, Legend of Zelda. Um, yeah. Skyward Sword, I mean, you haven't played it yet, but it's not its not as bad as Twilight Princess, but it's still, like, so, beginning so hand-holdy, and really, like, it just it just slows you down. Like, it really doesn't let you take off for so long. Don't they force um, that uh, transparent Wii remote on the screen for, like, the first hour or something? No, no, I don't, I oh, don't good, think so. Good. <laughs> I, I don't remember ever seeing that. But, you know, like you wake up and it's like your, not graduation day, but it's a big ceremony. But, of course, your bird, you know, the, the guy in school who, like, Zelda took your bird and hid it somewhere on, like, the floating island. So you got to find it. And you don't, you know, you, then you get a sword, like, 45 minutes into the game. Hey. And, you know, it's just like, it's not bad, but the whole time you're just thinking, like, just let me play. They've been doing that crap since Ocarina of Time. Right. You know, where they make you go and, oh, collect rupees so you can buy a shield, and then you have to go find the sword. And In just, that little maze, yeah. little maze. Just let me play the game. Exactly. I mean, it was fine at that time because it was, you know, it had never been done. But, yeah, at this point, I'd love to see them kind of like, I don't know, like Link just kind of wake up and not know where he is or something. And then, yeah. you know, and just start start exploring. Finds a sword on the ground fun. next to him and you're off. Exactly, yeah. And, like, I don't know, rather than just really, like, hand-holding and... I don't know, heavy-handedly explaining things to you. And, yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know. We'll see. So, no, I, I don't to, Do you think... want me to explain that again? Oh, yeah, God, right? the default is yes. <laughs> I know. What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, it is. Um, so, yeah, but I don't think you'll see uh, sort of in the line of the original Zelda games, I don't think you'll see another one. Maybe no. a remake of Link to the Past, but I don't think a brand new one in that style. No. Um... Okay, so we'll move on now. Um, sure. Travis, he actually was responding to Mike and I. We were talking about games on the eShop, and Mike was telling me how he doesn't get charged tax, whereas I do. I don't um, either. 
So, yeah, which is amazing. So Travis wrote in just to let us know, or I guess let me know. Uh, I heard you guys talking about tax on the eShop. I don't get charged on tax because I set my zip code to be one in Delaware, which has no <laughs> sales tax. They use that to determine your tax. You can well, thank you, Travis. That? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> so I'm for sure going to change mine, and I would recommend anyone who's getting charged tax right now in eShop games change their uh, zip code as well. 99517. Is that where you're at in Alaska? Yeah, it's it's one of the zip codes up here. Okay. Well, there you go. Do you guys not have the tax on anything? Well, Anchorage doesn't, but places in the valley, anywhere outside Anchorage does, which is really strange. It um, is really weird. Like if you go 30 minutes outside town to Eagle River, you'll get taxed on everything. But but in Anchorage, I have no idea why, but in Anchorage, I was just there's no ask sales tax at all. I think it's because we have higher property taxes. Oh, okay. So they just kind of recoup it, recoup it through there, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, we've got one more like real letter and then we've got a couple <laughs> suggestions for that, uh, new segment. Yes. Yeah. Like the one minute segment. So this is from, um, Alexander Trottier, I would assume. Yeah. Why not? I think the way Alexander spelled it, it's probably Trottier or yeah. <laughs> um, he writes, Hey there, connectables, which <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I'm connectables. I support this. I downloaded the 3DS firmware update the day it came out and immediately started exploring the new Street Pass Me Plaza stuff. I think the new content is pretty cool, especially the potential to release my inner OCD over a new set of puzzle pieces. As it gave me a new puzzle piece, I bought all the other ones using my play coins. However, I still have no idea how to get the Spot Pass pieces. I leave my 3DS in sleep mode with the wireless turned on all the time, and I still haven't gotten a single one. Have you guys gotten any Spot Pass puzzle pieces yet? How are you supposed to get them? I think the reason you haven't gotten any spot pass pieces is because they're street pass pieces. Yeah. I think you that's... have to pass people and you'll it'll be generated. Like they don't necessarily have the piece, but you'll each get one. Right. So I th think you're absolutely right. Those are ones you have to get from other people. You can't just buy them. Right. Which I think is a little dumb. Um, well, because yeah, it's like... not everyone lives around people with 3DSs. Right. And who's Nintendo to make you have friends? That's you know? right. <laughs> Making but yeah, friends you, with 3DSs. Yeah. Uh, but you're absolutely right. I think that is the case. So, Alexander, you just got to get up and walk around town. And like Zach and I were talking about <laughs> before recording, got to hang out where you're, you're for sure going to come across some other 3DSs. So yes. we recommend toy stores, mm -hmm. um, elementary schools. Yep. Just park the car outside, wait for recess. And <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you'll round up a bunch that way. Now, if you have a big van, you can get a lot of kids in there at once. Yeah. God. <laughs> so there's that. Playgrounds. Playgrounds are good, yeah. And anywhere where kids will be, mostly. Right. right. Um is probably a uh, a safe bet. <laughs> so um yeah, well thank you for the email. Um and now we've got a couple of suggestions for that, that new uh ranting segment. Um where I was so angry. First exactly. The first one um came from Mr. Adolf Vega. He left this on the comments of the last episode. He wrote, um, maybe for the idea for the segment, Rantendo. I like that. Rantendo. Yeah, that's pretty good. Kind of rolls off the tongue pretty well. I like it. Um, and then we also had, let's see. We got one from Rob Golison. He says, how about Zach's Manic Minute? Um, not bad, except these won't always be Zach. Right. So maybe maybe just Manic Minute. They could be. That. I have plenty of complaining to do about Nintendo, but, but yeah. that wouldn't be fair to the other co-hosts. Yeah. Although, Everyone really, honestly, it'll just be me and Scott. 
you know, frankly. <laughs> yeah, we'll have we'll have other the others planned to be on, but then they won't show up. So right. We'll just have to rant about them. <laughs> we should do a one minute rant about them missing the show. That's right. <laughs> I'm glad we brought you on, Scott, because otherwise it would just be me every week. The, the Zachary Miller show. <laughs> Not that that'd be bad. I, I would. Uh, I'd be interested in hearing that. <laughs> Well, you know, like we've talked about before, it would just be an hour of me looking at eBay. <laughs> yeah, all you just hear is the, the soft <laughs> clock clicking of a mouse. <laughs> and just the whispered, oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. That's a little pricey. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Um, and then lastly, we got um, Pure, Purevel? Purevel, I guess. I like that, I don't know. sure. We probably need to make up a nickname for him, like Kentucky Tim. <laughs> Everybody just, gets a nickname now. Yeah, it's just not coming to me yet. I'll have to think about that one. But um, he has it, um, Blank's Not-So-Silent Realm. So I guess whoever's doing it um, that week. But then also this one, which I, I think I like a lot, What Pushes My Buttons. Yeah, I like that too. It reminds uh, me of that family guy, What Grinds My Gears. Exactly. <laughs> and the Silent Realm thing is, is inspired by Zelda, right? I think so. The Silent Realm or something where people... Like you can't attack. I don't I really think, know. I've heard about this. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're probably right. again. I haven't played the game. Yeah, I haven't gotten far enough, but I think you might be onto something. Yeah. So yeah, not bad. Um, I guess we'll probably give it another week. So if anyone else has some suggestions for that segment, please send them in. And uh, yeah, I think we'll pick one next week and maybe give it out a little prize or something. Maybe we'll buy someone pushmo. There you How go. That? I, seven I, bucks. Seven. Yeah, that's not, not bad. Too bad. Yeah, I could also good. send somebody uh, one of my um, bootleg figures, which I don't want in my house. <laughs> it's got to be all legit for you, huh? Got to be all legit, baby. Well, there you go. So whoever wins, you can either receive Pushmo, or if you want a scantily clad <laughs> figure <laughs> from Zachary Miller, um, we can provide that as well. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it for listener mail. And there you news. go. Good stuff. So thanks a lot, guys. And uh, yeah, we'll be right back then. All right, everyone. Well, welcome to this segment of Connectivity. Uh, I'm joined by uh, Andrew Brown, our Australian correspondent. How are you, Andrew? Uh, not too bad. How are you? Oh, doing good. Just finished finals. Uh, I've got a good like month and two weeks now to just relax. So awesome. looking forward to it. <laughs> just in time for the holidays. Exactly. And in that time, I hope to finally finish the game we're going to talk about right now, which is Rayman Origins. Um it was a pretty good segue there. <laughs> um, Absolutely, yeah. Andrew here uh, reviewed the game uh, for NWR, and I believe you uh, gave it yes. a nine. Is that right? Uh, yes, I did. That was uh, a week ago, I think. Um, quite impressed with the game. When I first started playing, uh, I got through the first world or so, and uh, it started uh, petering out a little bit. Uh, halfway through the second world, I started to feel a little bit like uh, this is a bit more of the same. It's a bit, yeah. uh, uh, there's not a great deal of variety there. But um, it definitely does pick up again towards the end. Uh, all the unlockable levels and such. Uh, yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah, and I would agree. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it really, like, it hits you at first, and it, it just seems really excellent. Um, and I guess for the, those who don't know, um, which I think everyone would know by now, but uh, Rayman Origins is a 2D platformer starring Rayman and some other random characters that were made up for this game. Um, it's sort of like New Super Mario Bros. Wii, where it's a single-player game, but you can play with up to four players uh, if you choose. Um, although four players is just way too much going on. <laughs> I, I feel like the optimal number is probably two there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, I would I would agree with you, though, about about kind of the level design, and that's something I, I wanted to talk about. Um, it's very, yeah. it's like very like interesting in in the beginning, and and the levels are obviously beautiful. Like the the hand drawn looking style is just great, and, and everything's animated really well and very fluid. Um, but the levels do begin begin to like sort of blend together and become very samey, um, especially yeah. within in worlds where like so you've got like the jungle world where it's a lot of like plant life and things like oh, that. Oh yeah, and, and then there's got... like the the desert world and then the yeah. the beach world and the ocean world and the yeah. Uh, what what was the third Gormand land? Uh, the uh, I thought that was a nice uh, direction change. It went from like the hot to the cold and and vice versa. But, oh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, things get pretty hectic there. And uh, as you were saying, the, the level, blah, 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 the um, amount of uh, characters or playable characters that should be used at once. Uh, if there, I hadn't had a chance to play it with uh, three or more players, but uh, I think that would have been quite hectic and uh, really difficult to keep up with. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And um, uh, uh, yeah, the uh, animation style. Um, was it? It looks like it was made in Flash, but uh, I'm not entirely sure about the the development behind that. But uh, as you said, very fluid. Uh, I love the art style and how the characters look sort of crayon drawn. Yeah, yeah, it's really impressive, and and not only just the characters, but the the levels. Even though they are kind of samey, I mean, they're so vibrant and and so fun to look at. Um, that it's just kind of impressive. It, I think I said this earlier on a, a different segment that'll be in this episode, but it kind of reminds me of like a modern day Donkey Kong country where it's oh, yes. like this gorgeous, like just out of nowhere, just wonderful 2D game. But like the, the gameplay itself, or I guess in this case, more level design, you know, it leaves a little bit to be desired, but there's just so much like character and there, it, it's so much fun to just look at that you kind of forgive it, I suppose. Yeah, it actually reminded me a little bit of Donkey Kong Country Returns, uh, especially with the levels where the background and the scenery collapses as you traverse through the, the yeah. terrain. Uh, you say you hit a switch and then suddenly the cliffs all crumble, and uh, particularly the later segments where there's stuff falling around all over the place and you have to try and run and jump between the stuff as it's falling. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, really interesting. Um well, it too, it, it even pulls that, what Donkey Kong Country Returns did with, like, having your characters as just silhouettes, like, during sunsets and stuff, where it's just the oh, black yes. silhouettes. Like, yeah, they uh, even, like, <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I was like, I know where you guys got this from. <laughs> yeah. I've seen this before. Obvious uh, uh, inspiration there. And yeah. I, looking at the case there, uh, um, there's even the segments with, like, the volcanic ash and, and everything in the background. Uh uh, a lot of the um, obstacles that you would come across, like there's one lava level where there's streams of fire where you have to time your jumps perfectly as the things are going past. Uh, uh, it's Nothing in the game seems to be anything that has particularly not been done before. 
Mm -hmm. I mean, it has taken a, a lot of keynotes from lots of uh, various games throughout the, the last decade, I would even say. Um, but that said, the, the creativity behind it and the, the ways in which the levels are actually navigated is uh, really unique. And there's a lot of really interesting, uh, I suppose you could say, a lot of interesting geography and shapes within the levels. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, speaking of, of the way the game looks, I, I'm playing it on PS3 personally, but I know you played the Wii version. I don't, yep. know, I don't know if you've played any of the high-dev versions, but how did the game look specifically on the Wii? That was something I, I was wondering about. Oh, I did uh, get a chance to demo the game on the 360 at the uh, E3, at uh, the EB Expo that I went oh, to with cool. uh, Nick a couple of months ago. Sure. And uh, after playing that and then playing it on the Wii, it still looks spectacular. Uh, the Wii version's slightly grainy at the... At the uh, it's slightly grainy at times, but... Um, Really, it's uh, 2D works really well on the Wii. I mean, uh, sure. I think in my review, I reviewed, um, I mentioned uh, previous games like uh, Wario Land, Shake Dimension, and uh, uh, Muramasa, the Demon Blade. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, I'd say the 2D games are one of the Wii strong points uh, when you're actually playing and, and looking at how everything well looks. It's, uh, it's quite amazing. And this game is really no different. Uh, there's all the same fluid animation from the high-def versions. There's, uh, as far as I know, it's the exact same game. There's no content that's been removed, which is quite impressive considering the, the scope and the size of everything that's gone into the game here. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, if I if I hadn't played the high-def version beforehand, I really wouldn't be able to tell a difference. Um, maybe that's just me uh, upscaling the Wii and... Uh, and all that, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I have my Wii with the component cable plugged into HDTV, and it it still looks amazing. Uh, really, no complaints about the graphics. Hmm. Well, that's awesome, yeah, because that's something I definitely wondered about. But you're right; I mean, the Wii certainly handles 2D graphics just fine, and yeah, I could see just sort of the image sharpness being lost. But I, I guess there's no reason why it still wouldn't look great um, on the Wii. So that that's really good to know. Um. So did you get a chance to play the multiplayer at all, or did you play it strictly single-player? Um, yeah, I invited a friend over and, and had a chance to try that out. And um, I have to say, where the main game starts to get a little bit boring at times, or a little bit tedious, uh, especially with the difficulty, which I'll get to later, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but the multiplayer is uh, really... It changes the way the game is played. Uh, Right. I would say it makes things slightly easier in some segments where you can quickly revive your characters as you alternate dying because mm -hmm. there is a lot of dying in this game. Yeah. But um, being able to just slap the snot out of each other while you're playing, <laughs> and uh, we were both in hysterics within 10-15 minutes easily, yeah. and uh, the that really makes the game so much more worthwhile to play. Uh, if you do... Uh, for those of you who are, haven't got the game or are contemplating getting it, if you do have a, the means to play second player or invite friends or family or whatever, that's I would recommend that's the way to play the game. Absolutely, yeah, I would I would totally agree with you. Um, I'm playing the game with my fiance, um, which I, I've mentioned this in other episodes. We we love to play these like uh, cooperative 2D games together. Like we just got done playing Kirby's Return to Dreamland, and before that was Donkey Kong and Mario and all that. But um, 
It, it is. It, it's so much fun with two people. And you're absolutely right. It, it does alleviate some of that sort of tedious, tedious, and tediousness. I guess. <laughs> I think it, you just made up a new word there. I think yes. so. Yeah. Tedium. I think maybe that's the word I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> College. Um, but yeah, it really does. And, and you're right. It works both ways where it's sort of strategic where one person can try to do the impossible, like jump and, and, and wall jump to get like a hidden coin. And then if they fall to their death, you just revive them and then the next person can try. Um, but then on the other hand, when you're sort of just kind of bored or just all of a sudden feel like it, you can just start beating the crap out of each other, um, which is a yeah. lot of fun. Uh, I, I especially like to the loading screens. Um, the I guess for those who haven't played the game during the loading screens, um, your character and any other characters who are playing are walking across the uh, the screen. But at any moment, you can just take control of them and start running around and hitting each other and like just causing all kind of mayhem. So it, it kind of makes even the loading screens uh, more fun. And yeah, yeah. So it is. <laughs> get, in, it, it, get in some slap practice on the way. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's just a really wonderfully uh, fun multiplayer game. And I, like I said, I, I've played with three people. I haven't played with four, but like at three people, it's even a bit too much. And I can't imagine that four people would really work all that well. But uh but I think that would get too crazy. There'd be too much on screen at once, and you'd keep forgetting, uh, even though the characters look so different, you would keep forgetting exactly where you are on the screen or what's going on yeah. and which enemies totally. are hitting what. And... Totally. And, I mean, this isn't like a game like Super Mario Brothers Wii. I mean, this... It, the the platforming is very hardcore, and it, it, you got to be very precise, and I just can't see... <laughs> I just can't see that going over <laughs> all four people trying to jump and, yeah, do all that all at once, so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh. But um, I guess speaking of sort of that fun of multiplayer, the whole game throughout is just fun and just has this this really wonderful like just silly like aesthetic. Um, I, I, I really enjoy it. It's absolutely hilarious. I'll have yeah. to say, um, this is actually the first Rayman game I've played since the original one, which was way back on uh, some old PC at a friend's place in Amiga or something <laughs> crazy like that. Sure. Um, but. Uh, Throughout the series, I, I have kept up, uh, kept tabs on the games along the years and that, and um, I really didn't like the franchise. The characters were annoying to me. I saw some of the old cartoon series with uh, Billy West doing Rayman's voice. Mm -hmm. um, I I really wasn't sold. Uh, the art style of the characters was. Uh, uh, let's just say I'd seen it before the the limbless characters with the floating hands. Uh, right. Back back then, it seemed like a lazy thing to do. I, I studied animation, so uh, there's all that uh, aspect behind it. And then um, it would do things where things were obviously silly or obviously meant to be funny, and it just came off as trying too hard or, or I I don't know what have you. But um, Having do said all that, uh, getting into this game, I was a little bit wary because I was like, oh, Rayman, I, I don't really like the character in that. But right. uh, they have really gone out of their way to reinvent the series as a whole. Um, I did play a little bit of uh, Raving Rabbids, which uh, <laughs> I, I guess a lot of fans wouldn't actually call a Rayman game because right. it's heading into the, the party sort of genre. But um, yeah, the... I'm actually glad the rabbits are gone, by the way. Uh, I was going to mention, I love that in your review as a pro, you put <laughs> no rabbits, <laughs> which I agree with. They, they, they've got their but, own games now. They kind of, they would overshadow Rayman, I think. Absolutely. They were funny the first time, uh, but 
I don't know, a couple of hours into the Raving Rabbids game, I was like, okay, they they're, they do violent things and they randomly scream. That's funny. Yeah. Okay, what's the next thing? And then there was, what, eight more games with them since then? Yeah, there's been a lot. <laughs> Something like that. And, I mean, not uh, even just party games. They even had their own, like, actual game. Um, that's right. They had a 2D platformer. I, don't, I, I think it was even 3D, actually. Oh, really? Um, I'm pretty sure, yeah, where they were trying to get back, they were trying to get to the moon or something like that. I never played it, but yeah, it was they had, it was on Wii. It came out a couple of years ago, I think. Ah, fair enough. But um, yeah, what was I talking about? Um, no rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's really good to see them gone. I see there's a lot of the uh, the style that they introduced to the series is still prevalent in this game, like even in the opening cutscene where. Uh, the uh, livid dead characters, they get pissed off that Rayman's making too much noise while asleep and, and they're all snoring and eating and crap. Right. And uh, then they full, they throw this full-on onslaught onto the land of the living and throw skulls and dead people and they're throwing their minions in to attack the, the living land. Mm -hmm. And uh, as they wake up, they all just start randomly screaming at each other and it gets bigger and bigger until like the <laughs> yeah. entire world is screaming and it's like... Oh, that's that's definitely a rabbit's moment, but uh, yeah. it's done in such a way that it's still new and still funny. And uh, I have to say, the the art style, the direction of the animation is just it's put together so well, and it's hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I know you mentioned you wanted to talk a little bit about difficulty, um, yeah. which I agree with. It it does get difficult. Um, I've had the fortune, like I already mentioned, of playing it mostly with my fiance, so. That definitely helps because there is that we can have a little bit of trial and error um, where one person sacrifices themselves. Um, but you're right. It does get hard, especially in those last four worlds that you unlock where you have to, uh, I don't know, where you have to like where the bosses basically are. Um, yes, yes. The, those um, final four worlds and they get very, very intense. And yeah, you have to be spot on with your platforming. Absolutely. And then there's the, uh, the unlockable levels, one in each world where you have to collect a skull tooth which uh, yes. in turn unlocks the final world. But uh, it, essentially it entails chasing a treasure chest across a gradually, uh, not gradually, a rapidly moving terrain mm -hmm. where uh, everything's crumbling and falling around you and the, the treasure chest has its uh, platforming skills down pat, of course. Right. Uh, it's bouncing back and forth all over the screen, uh, navigating everything flawlessly, and you pretty much have to follow exactly the path that it's taken. Right. Otherwise, uh, one slip up and you're dead. But... Um, I did want to point out that, uh, as I said in my review, there are no lives. There's no punishment for actually mm -hmm. failing. Uh, there's abundant checkpoints throughout the game. Whichever room you've last visited, uh, even in the auto-scrolling levels, at certain points you'll be able to return to whatever, a minute or so ago. Right. But um, that said, uh, replaying the same segment 30 or 40 times in a row just because you keep <laughs> dying at the same spot, even if there are no lives, that can get very frustrating very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I usually consider myself a, a fairly calm gamer. Um, not, uh, not usually one for the profanities except for those <laughs> goddamn blue shells in Mario Kart, but um, uh, this game had me uh, ready to frisbee my copy out onto the main road behind my house and, <laughs> and wait in anticipation of the next uh, semi-trailer to come by and crush it. Uh, fortunately, I didn't do that. I, I have finished <laughs> the game, but um, I really don't see myself uh, making the extra effort to finish those last treasure chest levels so I can find the last world. 
I, I have had the opportunity to see what it looks like on YouTube, and uh, I've seen the ending now. I'm happy with that. Uh, I think I'm <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, I mean, and that, that's kind of cool too. Is that you can get to the game as much like you can get out of the game as much as you want, but there's definitely that extra layer for those who are particularly hardcore and like really want to push themselves. Um, and you know, and I, I kind of appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, there's the challenge there for those who want it. Uh, I mean, I love a challenge. I I finished all the uh, all the Donkey Kong Country Returns levels and and yeah. all that in the the reverse mode and that, but. Um, yeah, uh, this this is beyond Super Meat Boy hard. <laughs> it can be at times, yeah, for sure. Um, I would uh, I would definitely agree with you there. I, I this playing this game. I mean, at least like the look of it and the feel of it. It makes me really wish that the the team who worked on this would like partner with Nintendo and they would all work on like the next two D Mario game because I love I love the look and the feel of the game and even the humor. But I think like Nintendo's level designers would be able to do so much more with the the actual levels and make them sort of discernible and unique um i would love to see that absolutely uh it, like i said the the point in which i first started getting a, a little bit bored with the game was the second world i think it's called the desert of didgeridoos or something like that <laughs> yeah um which they misspelled, by the way, being Australian, I can verify that. Oh, really? <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, there's uh, it's all pretty much the same. There's the level with the wind that blows you around, and then there's the level with the bats where you have to keep lighting the, the lanterns to keep them away as you get through the caves and such. Oh, yeah, But yeah. Um, the overall feel of the world was still, every level still has the same background and the same music and the mm. same things that are going on. And... Uh, I was like, okay, this is a, a little bit boring, but I'm people keep reviewing this game really well. I want to see why. I'll I'll push through. I'll get further, and uh, it does pick up. The third world was was quite good. The fourth world with the swimming was uh, quite amazing. There were some yeah. really really nice artistic uh, uh, designs there in the levels, and uh, also one of the best music tracks in the game. I was gonna are. say, yeah, that that for <laughs> sure, that world had my favorite music. Yes. Um, on that note, the sound was uh, also flawlessly done. Uh, there's, uh, I'm glad that there's no speaking on the characters' parts. Some of them have, uh, while you're reading a text box, there would be like Pig Latin in the background and that, which can get quite annoying after a little <laughs> while. But um, for the most part, it's all cutesy sound effects and grunts and jumps and, and the slapping in particular is makes the most, uh, <laughs> the funniest uh, attack sounds possible which you yeah there's something to be said for being able to punch someone and they fly forward and hit the wall and make a, a deflating sound and yep it's it's amazing and uh i really uh there were a lot of chipmunk voices throughout the the game like uh, the lums themselves you you can collect a i think it's called a, a loom king or a lum king and it suddenly makes them all start singing and during and, this and process yeah right and they're, they're worth double during that time yeah yeah um, it really, uh, it adds to the experience and it's quite funny. And, uh, even though it gets a little bit grating, it's really, uh, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I agree. It's like, it's mostly charming. I mean, there's, there's times, especially if you keep dying and you're hearing the same thing over and over that it can become a little annoying. But I think, yeah. I feel like for the most part, they really nailed it. And, you know, it's never, it's never that bad. <laughs> it, yeah. It's mostly enjoyable, I'd say. 
Yeah, I I think the uh, the main thing that really bugged me was the uh, is it Mister Dark the the top hat guy who yeah 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 um that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I will say that that as far as like the story of the game, I never really understood what I was doing. I mean, granted, I didn't really put that much effort into knowing what I was doing, but. I mean, I'm collecting a bunch of different things as I'm going along, and I need so many different things to progress through the worlds and everything, and I mean, I just played the game. I, You know, like, I, I never really understood what I was doing or why I was doing it. <laughs> I was just having fun doing it, I suppose. Yeah. I, I have to say, it's a nice uh, style of platforming where you can, if you know what you're doing and you can see the, the walls and the obstacles as they come, you can pretty much glide through the level without stopping. You can yeah. bounce bounce off the wall, swing off this, jump off that. Uh, oh, that's gonna fall, so I'll slide under there, etc. Yeah. Um, and uh, those who actually take the time to do it slowly and, and search around will find the hidden rooms, and there's extra electoons to uncover, mm -hmm. and uh, all that. But um, yeah, for the most part, it's just a matter of uh, zoom through as quickly as you can. You can always worry about coming back for, to find everything later, and yeah. and all that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, there's not there's not much too much else to say. I mean, it's just a really enjoyable game. It really it, it completely surprised me. You know, it wasn't on my radar at all. Then all of a sudden, the reviews were coming out, and everyone was really high on it. And I checked, I downloaded the demo, and like my fiance and I just loved it. And from there, yeah, we just went and picked it up and have played through the whole game together. And like we talked about, especially I think if you have another person to play with, it, it's certainly worth picking up. But even as a single player experience, I, I think it's still very very good. Um, and, and probably worth playing. Most definitely, yeah. Um, I think it really doesn't matter what uh, system or console you play it on. It's uh, the same game across the board, and it looks and sounds and plays amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to say the Wii version, if you are getting that, it might be worthwhile investing in a classic controller pro, because uh, being a 2D game, the, uh, the control system really uh, matches that quite well. Um, that said, it, it works fine with the, the nunchuck. You can even have just the Wii Remote on its side like a NES game. Uh, there's there's various uh, control options. None of them include any waggle, so there's none of oh, the issues good. of, say, Donkey Kong needs to roll well while shaking the remote or, or whatever. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the, if you have a classic controller, or particularly the Pro because it's much easier to hold, um, go with that. It's a really fun game to play. Uh, I recommend it. Just be prepared for a lot of frustration later <laughs> on in the game. Uh, yeah. It depends on your, your threshold for pain, I suppose. But uh, if you really want to try hard, uh, I have to say the difficulty does get quite extreme, uh, even by my standards. So yeah. uh, be prepared for that. But if, you, if you're looking for a good 2D platforming game or something that will give you a nice challenge or something to just distract you from the day, I mean... Uh, all the ridiculous uh, music and laughter and everything that's going on throughout the game will quite lift your spirits if you've had a rough day, too. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. <laughs> all all right. right. Well, yeah, thanks a lot for being here, Andrew.